This England team has a crop of very exciting players, and Gareth Southgate knows that. This young England side have given us so much pleasure over the last four weeks. England's success at reaching the final of Euro 2020 is a ringing endorsement of the country's academy system. The players who've come through the system in recent years are viewed as possibly the most technically gifted crop of young players in the world. England's not making any headway. Now Calvin Phillips will try and make a run to split the lines and he's done well, he receives the ball and he turns inside, he slips it in, it's Sterling! And England are off and running! Calvin Phillips has made it! Raheem Sterling puts it away, his first goal! Sterling trying to ride the challenge, slips it in, it's Harry Kane! It is the perfect start for England! It's Rashford against Nietzsche to give England the lead. Rashford takes a couple of steps to his left-hand side, right-footed, sends the keeper the wrong way, and England have the lead three quarters of the way through the game. But what is the journey really like for young players coming through the academy system? And with only an estimated 1% of youth footballers making it to the top of the game, how can we make the pathway a more positive one for the thousands of young boys and girls who don't end up shining in the Premier League, the WSL and for their national teams? I want to find out about the highs and lows of the system by speaking with players, their families and their clubs about what it means to be an academy footballer in England. This is It Was All A Dream, the Football Academy journey. Liverpool's Andy Robertson is one of those players. There's a chance and in! And Robertson gets his goal from 12 yards out. The day I got released, it was hard. I went home, cried. I made sure I surrounded myself with the family. And then obviously next day you go back into school. So I felt a bit embarrassed having to tell my friend. You didn't want to tell them the bad news because you know you know what you're like. You're a 15 year old boy and you don't want to show you know, any weaknesses and you want to play for Celtic. White with a volley. Oh, Ben White has just cracked in his first goal of the season. On the way home from getting released, I had a little, little cry. I spoke to my mum for a bit and she said, like, do, do you want to continue? Um, obviously, because if it, if it doesn't make you happy, then there's no point doing it. That's Arsenal and England defender Ben White. And this is Aston Villa's Anita Asante. It's a fine block by Anita Asante. I just remember, like, you know, just thinking, oh, my God, like, I can't believe... I can't believe they want me to come back. And that's the point at which I was like buzzing and like couldn't wait to tell my family and my dad, especially being an Arsenal supporter. Here's Crystal Palace winger Eberichi Eze. Gliding past players as he loves to do. Eberichi Eze! He's a showman! When I got to Millwall, it was like, and they told me that news. People may think, oh, it's only Millwall. But at the time, there was nothing more sweet to my ears. I remember going to bed like, God, I'm not going to stop thanking you for this one. I also want to hear from parents of players in the system, such as Liverpool legend Jamie Carragher. It is a big commitment for any parents. Me and my wife wouldn't be, get, wouldn't be getting in the house till 9.30, 10 o'clock. I would say three, maybe four times up between Monday and Friday. You're rushing food afterwards. You've then got to do homework when you get back in. So we, we could be doing homework till half nine, 10 o'clock at night, really, with the kids. Here's another parent, Manchester City and England winger, Trevor Sinclair. There's a lot of things like when you talk about, you know, the relationship between me and my boys in football. I didn't want that extra pressure and that extra burden on my kids and expectancy. I've been able to stay out of the way and let them get on with their journey because it's not my journey. But when you see parents and kids and young players fall out, yeah, that's quite frustrating to see because it's almost like the parents judging the kid as a failure when, you know, maybe it was never meant to be. 
There's also the clubs and the people who work in and around the academies who are an integral part of a player's football academy experience. Here's Les Ferdinand, Director of Football at Queen's Park Rangers. I know the fight is hard. We're here to help every step of the way. You know, we've had our careers. We don't need to be doing this, but we do because we want to. And so we don't want anyone a year to fail. We, all, we want you to succeed. And even if you don't succeed, we want you to succeed somewhere else. So our job is to, to try and turn you into professional footballers and giving them that understanding, that's our role and that's what we want for them. First and foremost, can you play for QPR? If not, doesn't mean you're not going to be a yeah. professional footballer. This is It Was All A Dream, the Football Academy journey. The problem is that football, by its very nature, is insanely competitive and it's almost too willing to actually sell what is, in reality, a near impossible dream. Guys, just, just stop, stop, stop. Hold on a minute. This is an important story we're just about to tell. Um, some of it is my journey. Some of it is my son's journey. Some of it is other parents and players that are trying to believe in the dream. So there may be times when I get emotional. There may be times when I stop and pause to think about some of the things that have happened to the people that, that will be describing their experiences in this documentary. But it's all to create the bigger picture of this footballing journey. And for me, that's massively important. You can carry on there. I'm Troy Townsend. You might know me from my anti-discrimination work with Kick It Out. And some of you might know that my son is Everton and England international, Andros Townsend. Here's Townsend. Going to go through the middle this time. Go on! So well to find Andros Townsend, and Townsend sports from space, oh. and that's a fantastic finish by Andros Townsend. He's been so good for Royal Hodgson's England. But before all that, I was a young footballer with a dream. I was a forward, a captain, a leader of my youth teams. I was told and truly believed that I was destined for the top of the game. When I was released by Millwall and then Crystal Palace as a teenager in the late 70s, my whole world shattered. Football was the only thing that I ever loved. And when that was taken away from me, I felt totally empty and a failure, a feeling I admit I carry with me to this day. I hadn't done well in school and my home life was really difficult, with a mother whose mental well-being was increasingly deteriorating and an absent father. There was no talk about mental or emotional support back in the day and I filled the hole that football had left inside me with negative life choices, as I told my son, Andros. Me and Andrew Stone, we'd never really spoken about this even when he was young, did we? Um, I was, I don't I, think... You no, know, I was in an environment, yeah. I was in an environment from 14 um, at Millwall and then at Crystal Palace with all the noises that I'm going to make it, going to make it, going to make it, you know, the school teachers, your coaches, your district manager, all that stuff. But after playing for Millwall and scoring on my debut and lining up next to Teddy Sheringham and stuff, I call myself a failure because as far as I was concerned, I was as good as those guys. Jimmy Carter at Arsenal, Martin Hayes at Arsenal, Michael Jilks. They're all part of the teams that I grew up with. We played for a Sunday league club. But ultimately, once Crystal Palace released me, I, I deemed myself as a failure. It was the only thing that I ever wanted to do. Thankfully, I was able to find a new purpose and calling in my life, though I know some have not been as lucky as I have. And as someone who had a hard time in the youth system and saw the challenges faced by Andros and my other sons, Curtis and Tashon, as they pursued playing careers... I'm determined to ensure that we have a system that offers greater support to my grandkids should they decide to take up the game. 